Yo, 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 what is going on? It is your honored, gracious, humble host, Leaf Buck of the Black Folk Podcast. And I'm back. Um, haven't done this in a little while, but we back, man. It's been a couple months, and I understand. I got kind of discouraged because my uh, my platform is huge, so I got discouraged. But like people say, you just got to keep working and keep doing your thing. So, um, hold on, my daughter's crying because it's fireworks. I'm sorry about that. Sorry, y'all hear it in the background. Y'all be alright. Um, we it's been so much going on within the last two months so basically I just want to talk about today the white supremacy you know I did an episode on it but I want to talk about how they stay on cold um, they stayed on cold because of Derek Chubbin or Chubbin, whatever his name is. They stayed on cold with him. They gave that man 22 and a half years, which was the bare minimum they gave him. With good behavior, with all type of things, he's gonna be out of jail within 12 and a half years. If that, I'm looking at 7 to 10. That's how I'm looking at it because I highly doubt that man is going to serve 22 years. He should have got life. But see, what they try to do is they try to capture the jury and the judge with sob stories about how he didn't know the magnitude of him killing this black man. How don't you know the magnitude of him killing a black man in cold blood? sitting on his neck with your knee on his neck he's hollering I can't breathe how don't you know the magnitude of that and why shouldn't he be punished there's no amount of sensitivity training that they could give you there's no amount of any of that that they could give you at all there's no amount of any of that so that's going to be the theme tonight is them staying on cold. They stay on cold because they brung his mother up there. I didn't raise a racist. He was my favorite child. Wow. That says a lot. You know, and us as we have to stop celebrating these victories like this. It's no time to celebrate. It is time to gear up for war and we don't you don't fight white supremacy head on you have to use guerrilla warfare tactics with them it has to be guerrilla warfare with them them because you're going to lose you have to strategically attack them that is our problem our problem is they know that we're not going to what they do is we come up with plans they destroy them 
whether it be Black Wall Street, I've talked about this so many times, whether it be Black Wall Street, whether it be Rosewood, whether it be Detroit, or any of these other Black communities that we had that were destroyed. So, about a month ago, they had, it was the 100 year anniversary of Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street bombing. And when I tell you, the Congressional Black Caucus, the CBC, when I tell you they went out there acting like a bunch of coons, listen, brother, my brothers and my sisters, they are not here for us. They don't get any legislation passed. They don't get any policy passed. They passed the anti-Asian hate crime that allocates $50 million to the Asian is set aside for them. Just in case one of their family members die from a so-called hate attack, their family gets a certain amount of money. It's a form of reparation, essentially. They signed this bill and when we go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, you got Joe Biden there, he's there, um, he's talking a bunch of nonsense, and I really believe that this man has dementia, I believe that he has, I believe he's a senile old man, because he talks so crazy, I've never seen a president talk like him, y'all talk about Trump, this man really doesn't have any wits about him, the stuff that he says, so, for black people, this is what we get. The police get $350 billion put into their resource center. So more cops, more equipment, more guns. They're trying to stop the gun violence. More cops is not stopping the gun violence because they're not doing nothing to stop it at this current moment. But you're adding more money and you're adding more cops to their overtime. You know, you're adding a whole lot to these people. You're giving them resources to, to hunt us down, basically. A brother that was in um, Orso Wallace, his name is Orso Wallace, he killed a cop that came on his property trying to kill him. And they're saying he's a coward because a cop was trying to do a protective check what is protective patrolling? A black man can't live anywhere nice without y'all trying to come and kill him? So, I'm not going to get too deep into that. I'll get deeper into that later on. But, we have to realize There's so many entities stacked up against us. There's so many people that don't want to see us prosper. They want to see us fail. They basically want to stop all progress black folks. And then you got these immigrants, these Caribbeans, these Africans. They come to us and say, y'all are lazy. We strive because we work harder because of where we come from. 
if y'all are so successful, y'all need to be in y'all countries getting it popping. Or like my man said, getting it breaking in your country. They don't get it popping in their country. They don't get nothing breaking in their country. They come over here and live off of our backs. Our civil rights. That's what they come over here and live for. They don't fight the good fight. They say they aren't oppressed. That's but they look at you, they give y'all free range to do whatever y'all want to do. And a brother said something that was profound when he was speaking on this. He said something so profound when he was speaking on this. He said the reason why they'll give an immigrant a business or let them get their loans or whatever the case may be because if they start acting up, they can deport them. With us, they cannot deport us. Where are they going to send us? They can't send us nowhere. Good night, my big baby. Talking to my daughter, my wife. But they can't deport us anywhere. Where are they going to, where are they going to put us at? Where are you going to send us? You can't send us anywhere. Once you understand the magnitude that they can't send us anywhere, they can't deport us, then you see why. It's been things coming out about these white folks that are just treacherous, downright deceitful. They're a bunch of liars. They're con artists. What's happening is everything is starting to come out now. There is is certain people in the South, right? So, Lincoln was supposed to have freed the slaves in 1865, right? So, Lincoln freed the so-called freed the slaves. But that's what he did once he freed the slaves. He gave the slave owners millions of dollars in reparations for them losing their slaves. I think my mom said it was $300 per slave. You could have had a thousand slaves. Or even if you had a hundred slaves, you still cashed out. You cashed out on a lot of money if you had all those slaves. So just say you had a hundred slaves, that's $30,000. $300,000 went to you if you had a thousand slaves. So, Lincoln wasn't an ally to us. He didn't free us because of, because it was the right thing to do. He freed us because of money. The North had already pretty much, I guess, freed their slaves. So they came down to the South and told them, y'all gonna have to free these slaves because we're losing money up there. Y'all are not spending no money on labor. We are. We're employing these black people. Y'all are not employing them. Y'all still have them enslaved. That's what it was all about. It was about money. 
It was about money that they were losing up north that the South kept their slaves. That's why the Civil War happened. The Civil War didn't happen because it was the right thing to do. The Civil War happened because it was about money. And then Lincoln turned around and gave them millions of dollars in reparations and land. Stuff that was supposed to go to us. Each slave was supposed to get $125 plus 40 acres of land. Anywhere he wanted it. We were called the freed men. So freed men were supposed to get $125 each slave. And they were supposed to go on about their business with their 40 acres of land. Fast forward to the day. They're making Juneteenth a holiday. If you don't think that that symbolism, something is wrong with you. Of all the policies of everything that they could have done, they had to commercialize Juneteenth. I'm not complaining. But they don't even know the significance of Juneteenth. Juneteenth was for those slaves in Texas that were still enslaved and they had the freedom because everybody had freed their slaves except for Texas. Now, Texas called themselves the Lone Star State. They call themselves a country within a country. Now, think about that with Texas is how racist Texas is. Just think about that. They commercialized Juneteenth. You see Old Navy commercials. You're seeing all type of commercials on online with white people talking about they're going to be singing at a virtual concert for Juneteenth. They don't even know the significance of Juneteenth. They never cared about it until the government wanted to commercialize it. So a whole bunch of white people can just sit on their fat asses at home and get paid. Come on, man. We got to start calling out the BS. Do you understand the significance of the BS that they're trying to push? Joe Biden gets in office and said his first 100 days, we gave him 100 days. He's been in office since January 20th. It is now June 27th. He's been in office for five months. He's done nothing for black people. Zitch, zilt, zero. Nothing for us. But give more money to the police department. They're talking about gun control. Everybody talk about this black on black violence, but nobody comes up with a solution to stop it. You know what the solution is? Better housing, more resources, more money put into these neighborhoods to keep these kids off the streets, to keep them from turning into these coons that be shooting everybody up. Because when you out here shooting your own people up, you're nothing but a tool for white supremacy. You're further 
pushing that narrative of black on black crime. Your friends are pushing it, which means when you kill somebody, oh, we're going to take more money from these taxpayers to house you in the jail. We're going to take more money from the taxpayers to pay these police, to give them $350 billion so they could become many military. Nobody talks about any of this. Nobody talks about none of this. But we have a bunch of people that would tell us, don't fight for reparations. No, reparations is owed to our people. We should never, and I will never give up that fight. We should never, ever stop talking about reparations. Don't stop talking about them. Keep pushing them against the wall. Keep pushing them against the wall. Keep them up against the wall. Keep the pressure on these people. We have to keep the pressure on these people. And the first thing these Negroes, these broken Negroes start talking about is, oh man, uh, listen, why are we fighting for something? We need to come together. Yeah, that's the, the old the old verbiage is, let's come together, let's do this, let's do that. Yeah, we keep saying that, but we're not doing it. You gotta be around like-minded people when you start talking about reparations and start talking about you trying to get resources for our people. And see, the thing about it is, what they do is they parade these these punk-ass celebrities in front of us, all these punk-ass black celebrities. And I'm gonna tell you the difference between the black community and the white community. I call them the dominant society. Dominant society, they look at their leaders as their politicians, people with money, not celebrities. Warren Buffett is not a celebrity. He's a billionaire. He's not a celebrity. You don't see him on TV. Bill Gates, he's not a celebrity. You don't see him on TV. He's a billionaire. He's pushing a vaccine. They caught up with Fauci. Fauci's emails, he emailed Mark Zuckerberg and told them they was doing clinical trials on human beings with this, with that jab. Fauci has been exposed for the rat that he is. Bill Gates has been exposed as the rat that he is. How is he a damn billionaire? He don't have nothing to do with medicine. He don't have nothing to do with science, but he's pushing something that he don't have his hands in. And he talked about depopulating the world about four, maybe six or seven years back.
I don't want to hear nothing from these punk ass black celebrities because they all coon too. They all talk that coon talk and walk that coon walk. I don't want to hear nothing from them. They don't, and I ain't asking them about spending their money, but if you want to keep throwing these people in my face as success stories, yeah, maybe they're successful to you, but they ain't successful to me. Every black child in the ghetto is not a goddamn entertainer. That is the problem. They keep relegating us and downing us and subjugating us and telling us denigrating us to just being entertainers. You can make it like LeBron. Everybody don't have LeBron's size, nor athleticism, nor his talent. Every Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron, Kareem, Magic Johnson, all these people do not grow on leaves. They don't grow on trees. They're not leaves. Everybody is not in a successful rapper. Nobody talks about white supremacy and how white supremacy keeps us poor. They keep us in bad housing areas. We don't have proper food. We're not nourished properly. Our nutrition is horrible. They don't say none of this. McDonald's on every corner. Popper store on every corner. Chinese store on every corner. You got these Chinese people. Oh, we didn't ask y'all to come in there and, and, and eat food. We never asked y'all to come in here and eat our, our food. Yeah, but when we don't have nowhere to go eat, where else are we going to come to? It's all a goddamn plan to keep us down. And people don't understand that. People do not understand that. They don't understand that. They keep talking on the side of their neck, but don't mention the puppet master that's pulling all these strings, that's keeping our neighborhoods underfunded, that's keeping these schools underfunded, that's closing schools. Nobody can answer me when I say Philadelphia closed 32 schools in 2013. How do you think that is affecting these children today? How do you think that is affecting these children? We have so many issues in our neighborhoods but they don't talk about how underfunded they is. Every time we get a black organization that we think is so-called supposed to be doing good, they stealing from the community. Black Lives Matter. The concept is beautiful. The people behind it, not so. 
it's a bunch of white folks that funded that community that uh, organization they're stealing from the community they put three black people in charge they're feminists they hate black men and they're a front for this so-called organization that stands on the back of dead black men and collect money. Last year, they received over a hundred thousand, a hundred, I said a hundred thousand, over a hundred million dollars in donations. Ninety-nine to be exact. They didn't help us out. They didn't put no money back into the neighborhood. That money that gets donated is supposed to go back into the neighborhood for rec centers, for programs to help these children out, for mentorships. It's supposed to come back to our community. We got a lot of men out here mentoring these young kids, and that's something I want to get into is mentoring these young children. That's what I want to do. I want to mentor these young children, man, because they need a mentor. They need somebody that's going to keep it real with them and somebody that they can relate to. Because all if, if all they can relate to is these punk ass celebrities, these nut ass rappers, then we're doomed. And that's what they look at. They look at these rappers. They look at the lifestyle that the rappers live. And everybody wanna live that rapper lifestyle. Nobody just wanna be a regular person. Nobody wanna be themselves. Everybody wanna be a regular rap. Uh, nobody wants to be a regular person. They don't want to be regular people. They want to be rappers. They want to look better than other people. Because when you buying all those expensive clothes, when you buying chains, when you buying jewelry, you're buying expensive cars. Do you know all that money that you spend, you can start a business with that money? Do you know that? They don't know that. Because if they did, they wouldn't be spending their money on a bunch of bullshit. But hey, you know, I'm not here to down nobody. I'm not here to, to, to put my people down. I'm just trying to give my people a message. Because that's what we need. We need a message. I hate when people start talking, oh man, you know, uh, man, you gotta look at these celebrities, man. I, I'm a, you know what I'll give these young boys credit for, all these people? They're starting businesses, they got clubs, they have everything. They've got all these businesses. these older generations all they do is hate on these young people but these young people are entrepreneurs they got hair stores they're doing a lot they're doing a lot man and I gotta give it up to them they making a way man and I keep saying, and I'm going to tell my people, you need to start getting life insurance. Start getting life insurance. 
start building generational wealth with that. When your family dies, they're not supposed to leave you in debt. They're supposed to leave you with money. have to do that. We have to do that. We got to start building our wealth somehow, some way. I'm telling my people. I know people are passing away. That's a part of life. You get old, you might get sick, you might pass away, but make sure your people have life insurance so they can take care of themselves and they can take care of you. Please, my people, please. We out here, we don't have no, we've lost our way because it's only a few people talking about black empowerment. Everybody keep telling y'all worrying about the white man with the white. You don't understand, brother. When they start talking that white man stuff and you, the white man didn't do this with is the solution to stop black crime. What is your solution? Y'all just gonna talk about it like y'all claim we talking about white supremacy. That's all y'all doing is doing the same thing that we doing is talking about white supremacy. Man, but I'm about to get out of here. Oh, Man, it was a good comeback episode. Love y'all, my kings, my queens. Let's continue this fight against white supremacy, systematic white supremacy. And I got a lot more information that they don't want y'all to hear. I'm gonna keep dropping these episodes. I'm gonna be consistent again. I'm about to be right back in my bag with this. So, I love y'all. I'm out.